I have a question about this music. Bring Am I on. the only one who wasn't expecting... Apparently, it's not him singing in his music. No, it's not. No. I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was totally him. Me too. It's so bizarre. When, it, when we first started this, I definitely thought the same thing. It's like... Who the fuck did he get to hire? Who did he hire to sing as him? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Whatever. Hello. Welcome back. Tiger King part two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Yeah, we are. Um, We're back with the same old crew. What else do you expect? Same old crew, baby. Including Gwen, the cat. She's thrilled to be here. We're coming at you live from our quarantine fort. Heck yeah. Gwen's got a ball of yarn. We've got amazing. White Claw. Yeah, so what else let's... Do we need? Uh, Let me open my notes. Whoops. Honestly, the last time we recorded, we were not prepared for what was going to happen in this no. show. Oh, no, it <laughs> took a turn, It man. took a turn. It started off real lighthearted and a little silly and just kind of like, oh, a bunch of fucking rednecks doing... Weird things with tigers, and then <laughs> yeah, it's really we just really strayed from that. Yeah, yeah, immediately now, actually. Yeah, I was supposed to say literally transitioned into like like ending of three was like spooky. Like, did she kill her husband? Blah blah blah. And now it's like, hello, all of these deep dark things. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I oh, no. I had a feeling that they were. What was interesting to me was in the first half, I feel like they didn't really dive super deep into, like, the welfare stuff, mm-hmm. and it was way more about, like, the characters of the show, mm-hmm. and yeah. they touch on it a little more in this, so I I kind of figured that was maybe going to come, but and nothing that they said surprised me. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, excuse me. So, we did parts one through three, or episodes one through three, we're doing now four through Seven slash eight. We watched Plus eight. The bonus ep. Eight is the bonus ep. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I took any notes on that one. We just kind of watched yeah, it I mean, to know what was up. Yeah. But it was the interview with Joel. So. It was a good watch. I loved that. Yeah. A lot. Um. But episode four. So we are basically going off my notes because we all are just like what. Um. The first question that we asked when we started this was. Do you guys think Carol is going to get more visitors? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like she Athens. is. Like, there are probably so many people that live in Florida that d- didn't even know that place existed. Yeah. So they're probably like, oh, shit, we should go, blah, blah, blah. I, I feel like a lo- even fair. GW is probably going to get yeah. people that are just mm-hmm. curious about, mm-hmm. like, what yeah. is going on. Well, and For especially, sure. like, even so. my curiosity is peaked with what Jeff did. After mm-hmm. Joe left, yeah, yeah. What so, does the like, new zoo look like? Yeah, just like or wanting to know that facility look like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I feel like it's probably got to be hard for her because there are probably so many fucking people just like busting up in there, being like, "Oh, where's Carol? Did she kill her husband?" Or like, God forbid, yeah, she show. Yeah, yeah, God forbid, she so show her face on her own property. Yeah, where when guests are present, like it's probably sucks for her. When don't just be- the mic just because of the way that. <laughs> I hope they can like hear her sniffing into the mic. <laughs> so funny. I put it on um, stereo, so maybe. But yeah, like imagine just being there. She's just trying to do her thing and you know do her work and. She's probably got people yeah, cool. like co- showing up to her facility regularly, being yeah. like, 
doing TikToks <laughs> to the TikTok <laughs> audio to of killed her husband, whacked oh, him. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! You know, so that kind of sucks for her. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think both places will get more visitors because of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't really remember who I wrote this about, but it says he has a million dollars with a bunch of question marks. So I think it was oh, about Joe. No, it was no, about- it's not that guy. Probably that help joe do the uh jeff do the zoo it was about that jeff guy? yeah because the next thing oh, it jeff. says is no, but she does. Also, taking his money means taking from the animals. So I'm wondering if it meant about Carol whenever it got revealed that she's got a shit ton of money and that she was taking from him, meaning that even though she doesn't like him, she's also taking from all the animals that he has to take care of when he already has no money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, But I don't remember what instant that was. Um, With the whole her suing him thing, I don't think that was the wrong thing to do. Obviously, I mean, like, he was being a complete jackass and, like, I'm not really sympathetic to anybody in this story yeah, but, like, no. he was being a jackass, yeah. and he was doing, you know, like, the whole marketing scheme where he basically rebranded himself as, like, almost identical to Big Cat Rescue. Like, Oh, yeah. She was in the right, obviously, by suing him, but... Absolutely. You know, like, at all of this money exchanging back and forth and up and down, and, and, you know, all of the money that's coming out of his bank account that's affecting the cats... So that's just kind of an interesting thing to me. I mean, maybe that was the point, was to try to bankrupt him so he would have to p- put the cat somewhere better. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He's not I that just, kind of guy. I really think, like, the summary of this for me was that thing that, that Saf said towards the end of the documentary, mm-hmm. where all of these people are saying that they're animal people and not a single animal benefited from this war. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's really it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Good summary of it all. Yeah. yeah. Um... Then we get into the basis of the title for episode four, Playing With Fire. Uh, set yeah. fire to the studio, and apparently the gators were in there. Yeah. That was... I didn't even know that they had gators. That was crazy. First of all, yeah, like, <laughs> were they just, like, hanging out in their little gator hidey hole? Like, what was going on in the gator house? <laughs> That's what I'm um, saying. But also, that was really interesting because it, there was a lot of finger pointing in that segment. Like... Oh, it could have been this guy. It could have been this. It could have been Carol. It could have been Joe. It could have been... I think it's a little fishy to me that Joe was, like, conveniently out of town and there were things in that warehouse, that footage that could be potentially used against him. Yeah, that's for sure. So that definitely was fishy. And the alligator thing, I feel like, is something to gain emotional appeal without actually, like, burning tigers. I don't know. I It was a little fishy to me. I agree. Yeah. I'm I'm concerned because they said that Rick was a suspect. Rick who's the, the producer guy. Yeah. Yeah. The one that talks funny. Joe Exotic TV. Yeah. Um and he's like, Why would I burn all the footage that I have? Yeah. Of like years well, of and he dealing with this guy. Gain or from that. Yeah. Um then we get into something that hurt I think all of us a little deeper. Um, it transitions relatively quickly from he set fire to the barn, like, what the heck, there were animals and, like, footage in there, to uh, Joe taking the babies from the mothers. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to skip over it because even though it's painful, it needed to be talked about. Yeah, yeah well, and that's crazy. where the series kind of took a turn and really started to showcase the welfare issues. Yeah. And once again, y'all, if you uh, didn't hear the first episode, 
<laughs> where we all kind of went down a rabbit hole about the difference between Joe Exotic Zoo and, and a zoo, a real zoo, yeah, yeah. a good zoo. Zoo, the definition your of major zoo. major metropolitan zoo, your accredited or high standard zoos that maybe one day will be accredited or are working towards that. You know, there's a big difference, and this is another one of those differences. You're not going to see separations of mothers and and babies that are that young unless it's for a reason. Yeah, like a medical need for the cub or the mom. You're not going to see cub handling in these facilities for a reason. Yeah. So, yeah, just that was pretty gross. Yeah, it was. And it's like, just, it's so just like, I mean, it's insensitive in general, but they literally just like stick a fucking rake or whatever into the enclosure and just like pull the the cubs out. Yeah. With it, you know? Yeah. Like, what really got me was like, I mean, the they have to do it that way, but. Joe was uh, walking through the house and he's like, oh, I had to go and sleep in the office because they wouldn't stop crying last night. And it's like, well, you're not attending to them like their mother would. And that's why yeah, they're being yeah, so yeah. loud. They need something. They're babies. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Uh, 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 yeah, it was, it was rough gross. to say the least. Um, they. Said that this whole, I guess this is what I mean for feeding them. All I have written down is sixty to seventy thousand dollars a month, and I think that was meant for feeding them. When did we learn about the Walmart meat? Oh yeah, literally right after that. So I think that was the restaurant. That was I. I couldn't stop laughing at that. That was just one of the most bizarre things to me. Like, oh, we're gonna open this restaurant. Yeah, with like pizza. We're gonna make pizza out of our. Oh my god. Unfreaking so real. Weird. Oh, Jesus. That makes me never want to eat from like a place like that ever again. Yeah, like a walk up yeah. featured yeah. restaurant. Low yeah. budget. Yeah. <laughs> they just like open the garage. Yeah, that door. shit was gross. Um, And then it automatically jumps into Jeff. Uh, it says Tiger Cubs in bags. Um, to the rooms. Oh, and then he has sex with Vegas. Those women. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that just goes back to, like, real zoos aren't gonna do that stuff. Yeah. Real zoos are also, not... Also, like, he was an individual. Yeah. Doing all that. And He's then, a like, weirdo. Yeah, and the fucking bus. Oh, yeah. The bus. The you taking bus. a cub pet, yeah, a cub onto a bus, and, and you can take the bus from to, like, casino to casino. Distinguish, too, like... There are zoological facilities, good, reputable zoological facilities that can take animals off site. Yeah, for animals, not tiger cubs, but smaller animals. I used to do this in one of my previous jobs, and we had a really strict protocol for it. Animal safety is a priority. We couldn't let people necessarily touch these animals. We could never let them hold these animals. Yeah, mm-hmm. outreach education is so important. Yeah, it's cool and it's important. That's and not it's, what he's doing. And it's a good program. And ambassador animals in real zoos are, are good and well taken care of and are important. Yeah. But bringing tiger cubs onto a party bus, very different. And I feel like I'm just kind of preaching the differences over and over again in both of these podcasts. But I need people to understand that there is a yeah. difference between your good major zoological facility and what these people do. Yeah. I mean, that's what half this podcast is for, you know? It's like, the drunk watching documentaries part is, like, fun and silly, but, like, these documentaries are important, which is why people make them. And it's like, the topic of this is so 
like you like you said in the other recording, like it's so much about these characters, but they're skimming over this welfare, and this welfare is what we all know and love. So like, yeah. we've got to like and that's set the record about. straight. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I that's our, our meat of our topic. You know, yeah, I definitely think that the characters are are entertaining to me. It's oh for sure, it's insane to me that people like this exist in the world. Yeah, but. I don't want people to walk away after watching this documentary with a bad taste in their mouth about zoos. Yeah. By all means, have a bad taste in your mouth about these backyard facilities, because believe me, all of us in the major mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. are concerned about that. But don't walk yep. away with a bad taste in your mouth about zoos. Do your research. Go to your good ones. Absolutely. And we always say, just in general, like, ask questions. Talk to people, you know? And talk to people Talk to know. experts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't just read the internet and get angry about stuff. And with any documentary, you know, documentaries tell a story just like any kind of movie does. Yeah. And there's always going to be more to the story than is told in the documentary. So we never watch these documentaries going, wow, this is 100% fact. This is 100% truth. Yeah. This is a special case for us because we're able to kind of offer insight about what we know yeah, yeah, what we've done in our personal lives. Yeah. Like, like when Sydney and I did an agricultural one early on in documentaries, and, like, that's what I know. Like, I yeah. studied that, and, like, it's ever-changing. So, like, by the time I went from college sure, yeah. to now, even to college to when we recorded, like, it changed. But not – I don't see the agriculture industry going down lower, you know? It's mm-hmm. changing for the better. So it's the same concept. It's, like, yeah. we know what we're talking about on specific things. Yeah. And if we don't, we're going to tell you guys, you know? Like, we're going to be like, look this up with blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and I always kind of say that anybody with a camera and enough money can make a documentary. Mm-hmm. About whatever they About whatever they want. want. Yeah, with their opinion. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's always 100% factual. I mean, even if you watch nature documentaries, like, mm-hmm. there's still a story that they add. Like, we watched Penguins earlier. Yeah. The Disney nature penguins, and it was so cute, but, like, I really don't think there was one penguin they were following through this entire yeah. thing. You know, it's they hard. Gave it That's that hard narrative. to do. <laughs> and it was cute and it was adorable. And I hope that kids watched it and thought, wow, penguins are cool. I want to learn more about yeah. them. It's an important But it was narrative. an extremely yeah. anthropomorphized version yeah, of a yeah, penguin yeah, yeah. story. Yeah. So, you know, 100%. even with those documentaries, you can never take everything 100%. So I know there's yeah. more to this story. I'm very Absolutely. curious about what's more. But I also, I have no sympathy for most of the people. I, I say most of yeah. the people in this yeah. documentary. I could name one or two. That's about it. Saf. Um, Saf, for sure. Dude. What's uh, Eric? Eric, what a Eric. guy. <laughs> Head keeper. Yeah. He's so innocent and sweet. I kind of um, like... Um, with no teeth. It's like, I hate how people judge best. me with no teeth. Oh, damn, I can't... And I felt bad. Who? John? Is that the name of the guy with... Ex-husband? The... Josh? No, John with the no legs. <gasps> Maybe. There were a couple of I liked ones, him, too. I think. Yeah. Travis's arc made me very sad. Yeah. Oof. And what was yeah. interesting, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, That's is right. in the, the confessional tell-all interview at the end, mm-hmm. um, when they were talking to, who saw it? Josh. 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 When they were talking to Josh, him saying, oh, no, I don't think that he actually meant it. I, like, he, I could see... Yeah, he had a look in his eyes like, oh, shit, what have I just done? He genuinely didn't think that when he pulled that trigger that a bullet was going to come out. Yeah, because when you hear hear the clip, you can tell that something has hit, you know? And that it, Especially versus a blank. Like, there's a difference in the sound. Shocked Josh to no end. It was very sad. I I think he just, he got caught up in something that he didn't realize how crazy it was going to get. Yeah. He was being forced to stay on that property. 
and play with guns all day and yeah for drugs yeah, yeah and, so and on drugs just, yeah. was on drugs playing with weapons. yeah like, yeah, it was not very, a good combo. It was just very sad. It was yeah. very sad. And, like... Plus the, all the manipulation from Joe, just in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. And the craziest thing to me is that, like, I was going <clears throat> back and forth through this whole documentary about, like, whether or not Joe was evil, I guess, for lack of a better yeah. word. But I seriously think that he would convince himself that this is the right thing I'm doing right by myself and my animals. These mm-hmm. people love me. I'm mm-hmm. a good provider and I love this person back. I really think that he had convinced, manipulated himself into believing that he was doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah. I don't think he necessarily was coming from a place of evil, but right. he was doing evil things. Yeah. It, 100%. It's really yeah. Kind of I agree. Bizarre character that you got going there. Yeah, he really is. And he's still in jail. Oh, yeah. Right? He's, he's in there for in 22. Jail. Years or something. Yeah. Wow, what if he gets out? God, that's so weird. Could you imagine? No. (laughs) But Josh was saying, too, in the tell-all interview or whatever, he's like, yeah, he's got people, like, reporting back to him, like, all the fame that he has and all this shit. Like, he's eating it up right now. Yeah, if he does survive, that'll be how. I also want to say... Too, while we're talking about Joe's personality traits, that, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't really get into this last time, but I feel like watching the rest of the documentary really cemented it for me Mm -hmm. was that even though I don't agree with the way that Carol Baskin's messaging about zoological facilities and big cats under human care, I don't agree with her philosophies. The way that Joe was so freaking misogynistic towards her was disgusting. Like for sure. Disgusting. Like the blow up doll shooting it in the head. Yeah. All of the... All of his, like, maneuvers towards her. And the gender-specific and threats. And it's like, like, why? Yeah, and it was really... It was just gross. Like, what and, are you trying to, like... What are you... What message are you trying to send with this? That yeah. you want to kill Carol Baskin? Okay, but, like, why? Like, yeah. just fucking worry about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have 300 tigers to worry about. How about do that instead? Um... <clears throat> we are, we've kind of just talked about, like, a few snippets, um, but Hi. starting in episode five uh, is when we meet James Gerritsen. Um, this feels like so long ago. Uh, he got into cats at 17 and then bought a cub from a newspaper, I guess. And he's the one with the actual money, um, which I forgot by the time we got to episode seven and you guys reminded me. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, what? Um, the, yeah, he just. a lemur, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> James no. Garrison. James Garrison is. is the one with the like short haircut and the jet ski. Yeah. The he's got tiger. A yeah. He just had, There's like, a another lemur. guy that has a monkey in his lap the whole time. No. Oh, this, that's the guy who from the wild zoo yeah. or something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the guy Some, like, No, group. it's him because he's like that weird office that he has or whatever, the store. He's just got know. a lemur hanging um, out. I don't know. I didn't even notice. Yeah, when he's talking about, about he's it. talking about being uh Working for the feds? It was yeah. Jet Ski Man. I mean, I know who, yeah, I know who he is. I just don't remember him. I am terrible oh, with yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to tell me your name at least six times after I <sighs> meet you before I remember it, but I will not forget your face. <laughs> James um, Garrett Sand. Yeah. We briefly meet him, and then we learn more about Walmart p- meat pizza. <laughs> and then we... <laughs> so skip right um, over that. God. Then we jump into <laughs> the run for president. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot Joe about Joe Exotic as a politician, baby. What's up, man? Good lord. Wow. Look, pre-2016 yeah. election, I would have said, you know what? That's crazy. That's ludicrous. You could never be elected to office. But now, 
I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't fucking win. Yeah, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so, I just, like, read a note that I was like, what? What did it, I so say? So, is this where we meet Josh now, then, in the yeah. story? So, prior so, manager at Walmart. Honestly, go Josh, like... He has experienced a lot of emotional trauma after getting involved in this, but imagine being him. Yeah. Imagine being the guy that sells ammo to the crazy tiger guy at Walmart. And yeah. then all of a sudden, You're his like, campaign he manager? was like, yeah, I mean, you just, with no experience, I just get to be a campaign man- manager. It's my dream job. Of course I took that job. That's yeah. such a Also, like, uh, how much American did he get paid thing. for that job? I wonder. I wonder how much money he got yeah. for it. Um, he does say in his first interview, he's like, it was the worst experience. Of my yeah, life. yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, fuck that. And then he hits his vape. Yeah. <laughs> that was just an amazing Bless him. segment. Bless his soul. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> I have this in all caps. Sometimes I love when I put things in all caps. For these note reading purposes, they put an interviewer in the tiger pen. Is in all caps. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like okay. <sighs> yeah, that was just. <laughs> of course they did. Horrible and traumatizing, and that poor guy was like, okay. And then Joe was like, "Watch your feet" or something like that. Kevin, watch the light. <laughs> watch the light. Um. Okay, and then we jump into some more like political things, but the Big Cat Safety Act. And how Carol, like, went to the Capitol um, to support it and to, like, show all her documentation about supporting it or whatever. And then yeah. Joe and Doc Antle were against it. Uh, it makes me curious to know why Doc Antle was against it. Because I don't think we, he ever said specifically. I think he's a shady motherfucker. He I is. don't like him. He's I don't, shady. He's another because manipulative he, person. Yeah, but he comes off like he's so, like... Oh, I'm Doc Antle. I have tigers, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm so good. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything wrong. My I don't mistreat my animals. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I guess maybe because he's just, like, a bigger name in the mm-hmm. industry in general. I don't know. But, yeah, he's fucking he's shady. Sketchy. Like, in ways, he's just as he's just as bad as Joe. Yeah. Well, and here's but the thing. But he's more, like, uh, he's personable. He's got more swagger about it. Yeah, I don't he's know. More a manipulative. Bit more down to earth. Yeah, and I mm. feel like whereas Joe is like the I'm like crazy out there, zany, like out of this yeah. world kind of Pisces type. <laughs> yeah. Like Doc Antle is kind of like the oh, I'm mystical and witchy, but yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing, motherfucker kind of Pisces type. Yeah. Yeah. And he's way I, more like internally sketchy. Joe just thinks he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know? And I, and th- like, welfare questions aside, like, his cult or his harem yeah. and the way he uh, yeah. manipulates <sighs> these women into basically performing free labor because $100 a week ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? And to the extent that they have to do it, not only did he, it, it's not like, too, with the, with the girl that they were talking to with him. It's not that he even, like, was like, okay, hey, do you want to get a boob job or can you get a boob job? He set the appointment and was mm-hmm. like, you're getting a boob job. Yeah. Like, yeah. bye. Yeah, really. <laughs> she was you're like, not a good oh, person. I get to relax because I'm going to have a surgery? I get to yeah, relax Yeah, she was days, like, that's I'll the first time it. I've slept. Ugh. Ooh. So sad. Um, they also, like, in this whole, like, Joe and Doc against the Big Cat Safety Act, they brought in, like, cats little like cubs oh, to meet with yeah. the politicians i remember that and i Yo. that is when that was one of those moments where i was like carol 
you got to stop them. You got to stop them. You got to do it. Like, I was pissed because, like, that's so fucked up and it's a ton of fucking white, rich ass people in there. Yeah. Just hugging and well, loving on hey, those cats. You know and what? Just like, oh, that I'll goes to it. show you how much, like, people just put their logic out the door when animals are involved in, in certain ways. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just shows how much that bringing an animal into a situation can just change the whole dynamic and change the whole like motive and the narrative and everything like mm-hmm. because people give a shit about animals when they're involved mm-hmm. and sometimes their logic goes out the window yeah because like carol had logic behind her support of the big cat safety mm-hmm. act and it's just like it's an interesting act to begin with i didn't read its full sources i did at the time i read like a snippet about it but I don't even remember any of that. But it's Googleable. Yeah. The gist is basically that it was governing the trade of big cats. I'm looking at this right now. Thank you. Um, and revises restrictions on the possession and exhibition of big cats, including mm. direct contact between the public and big cats. So yeah, I don't nice. know how deep that goes because yeah. sometimes those bills kind of have like hidden little nooks and crannies of, mm-hmm. of things that could affect good facilities. But right. I mean. Which the, you know, Carol probably did, but yeah, kind of underhand yeah, trading between these small backyard facilities, the possession where they all got them by first. these backyard facilities, yeah. and no, the public should not have direct contact with a with a tiger, freaking tiger. so small or large. On the surface, yeah. it's like okay, but I I do want to read more into it before <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like something that I support. But the answer to that, yeah, is not bringing cubs into the God, that just makes me into so public mad. buildings that just makes it worse for manipulation me. Yeah. is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. you know um then we switch over to joe specifically again where he's in the tiger enclosure and the cat is attacking his feet oh yeah and oh. i really loved this part because i thought he was gonna get hurt but didn't um and he said that somebody planted a smell in his shoes yeah. and I think Carol or whoever was like, if somebody wanted to like kill him, they would. Like there was, there's a much easier ways than planting a smell in his shoe when he goes into a tiger pen. Like, it's much easier than that. Oh, that was. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. <sighs> that was when we saw him shoot the gun at the tigers. Yeah, yeah. and it scared the shit out of us yeah. because we were like, oh no! I like, feel like that's really when hurt. like the mood shifted because mm-hmm. like he shot a gun at the tigers to get away from them. It wasn't. I don't know if. It had, like, bullets, or if he just, like, aimed it away from the tigers, or if it was blanks just to scare the tigers. It was bullets, because you could see the, like, grass bump. Yeah, so he just, like, shot a gun at, towards the tigers because they were, try- they were like, all over him, like, playing with him, and he was like, fuck no. Yeah. Well, and in, I kind of figured that this was, was coming, because I did scary. know that the reason that, one of the reasons he went to jail was because he had killed a couple of them. Yeah. But in the tell-all thing when everybody was kind of like, oh, yeah, he's, like, killed a bunch of tigers. Like, that didn't yeah. surprise me. No. At no, all. no, 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 no. But that, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that it really place. shifted when he shot the gun, just even in their direction. Because we were just, like, yeah. in that moment, we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, we were, yo. I was scared. I was another so scared. thing Easy killer. not see at a reputable zoological facility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone oh just my holding God. a gun Literally in their freaking pocket. Shooting like, at their animals. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, it just, it, you're not wrong about it taking a turn because it literally, I, my notes jump right into, uh, Travis and John. Yeah. So, before we get into that, um, 
I thought it was interesting. I don't remember who said this in the tell-all at the end, but someone was like, oh, yeah, Joe was terrified of tigers. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah and it's kind of like, I feel like in that moment, you kind of see that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, um... He's got no control in the situation. Exactly, exactly. Like, as sure, maybe he loves these animals, like, to an extent, but he is so aware of the damage that they can do and mm-hmm. how much, like trouble he can get himself into if like you said he doesn't have that control in the situation so that's just kind of interesting to me and i feel like that really shows like whoever said that it really comes out in that scene Mm -hmm. because he's like oh look here everybody i'm on camera here's my tigers blah 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 but then as soon as they kind of start to get a little like a little frisky with him Mm -hmm. he's like oh fuck and then he's pulling the gun out. Yeah. Something else I was wondering about, too, and they don't talk about this at all in the documentary, um, was if any kind of husbandry training was implemented at this facility. Yeah. And, yeah, like, for it. those outside of the realm of zoological thing, husbandry training is used in zoological situations to basically have your animals perform voluntary healthcare procedures. So it's achieved through training. Mm-hmm. And it's um, you know something getting... as simple as like sit and stay, yeah, and, then other and blood samples, too. and yeah, present your, your yeah, open what, your mouth, what... present your wherever we're gonna draw blood from willingly, yeah. And you can find awesome, cool videos from reputable zoological facilities online about how they do that. I'm not gonna go into it because I could talk about it for three hours, but it's really cool <laughs> and it allows these very large animals like tigers in reputable zoological facilities to participate in their own healthcare in a low stress environment without having to be tranquilized and making it a big thing. Another important husbandry thing too, or just training in general is a recall. And most of your large animals, especially are going to be trained on this recall. So if something crazy happens, they can hit that recall and that animal hears that, whether it's a tone or a, whistle or whatever they train the recall to and they run to a certain spot usually it's their night enclosure to get out of that situation so you know with with the harambe situation for instance those Mm -hmm. gorillas were trained on a recall when they recalled those animals everybody i think except for harambe went back in because they said okay we're being recalled well harambe found something in his environment the kid that was a little bit more interesting which you know yeah it can happen but with having because at the people... end of the day, these are wild animals, and people tend to forget that, which yeah. is why reputable zoological facilities are important, because trained, specialized trainers, keepers yeah. are with them, yeah. and not, like, free contacting with these animals. Yeah, and, and what I'm it's saying just is like... just, it's interesting, though, that in a situation where you're, you are free contact with these large animals, which, again, you're not going to see in these larger facilities, nobody's ever going to be hanging out in the tiger enclosure in a reputable zoo... But you would at least figure that they would want to train recalls on these animals so when stuff mm-hmm. like that happens, they can at least have a chance to recall the tiger. I want to know if any yeah. of them even know what a recall would be, you know? <laughs> if they know not, the dude. definition of husbandry. I mean, in Probably that case not. where Joe had something interesting on his shoes, it's very possible that the thing that was on his shoes could have been more interesting than a recall would have been. True. But I'm just, I, they don't talk about husbandry at all. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. curious. I don't think they use it, you know? Like, no, I mean, I'm sure. I f- like you just said, who even knows if any of them even know what that is as a concept yeah like they, they probably think that like, like the training of so, like but... sit stay mm. come over here for the meat get up on the thing for the meat like you know i feel like they think that that's training you know it's just limited yeah. availability there's really no way of knowing 
Do you think they ever try to do any sort of, well, especially oh, now, like, so cute right I know. Now. Um, <laughs> like, if they built that whole new zoo on the new property that they got and blah, 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 like, do you think that Jeff Lowe or any of them were like, oh, we should try to do some, like, professional development with our animal care standards? You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, I feel I just, like Eric so would curious. be very open to that. I was kind of yeah. so hoping them. that a lot of the keepers would actually. tell all they were going to maybe Saf go too. into that, but they didn't. Yeah. I feel like Saf, Eric, I mean, all of the keepers really would be interested in something like that. Like, I feel like yeah. they would be open to it and benefit <sighs> from it. Um, so kind of the, the lighter stuff aside, there's some heavy things coming. If you want to skip over it, I'm going to assume it maybe it'll take us 10 minutes to get through it. Um, maybe not even that long, but. One well, of the we kind of already touched on it. Yeah, we kind of already touched on it. Um, one of the quotes from the show is, one thing a 19-year-old guy wants to do is live it up. Yeah. And it was about Travis, because Travis was 19 when him, John, and Joe got married. Yeah. So we've got Polly Joe. He, J- John has been in the story this whole time. Yes. So John and him, but John and him weren't actually married yet, or they were? Not yet. No. Not until, not until Travis came into the picture. Gotcha. Which I don't even really remember how that happened. I think he how, like, they Joe recruited and him. Travis met. Yeah, it wasn't he like working at the park. He was oh. working at the park, but I don't I don't remember how he started working there. But like the video of him like really young, um, with like short hair, and he was just like, "My name's Travis. I like what such and such." Yeah, I don't know. And then somebody behind the camera was like, "Talk about this," and it was I don't know. It was very awkward. And yeah, of whatever it was. Well, and then he's like. Joe meeting Travis plays in the background. That's my type. That's my type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. So he was kind of like ooh, fresh meat, probably like. Yeah, I mean that f- transitions right into my next like notes again. Things in all caps in my notes are these men are not gay. I fucking knew it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's so sad that I really they got think... manipulated into this situation. But like John it is John could be bisexual. Yeah. To be fair. It is really sad that they got manipulated into the situation, but we also have to remember that I, I feel like they touch on it in the documentary, but I think that drugs played a much bigger role than we realized in this. Because, especially with a drug like fucking meth Mm -hmm. that they're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is so, like, highly addictive and just, Mm -hmm. like completely changes your lifestyle when you get into that type of thing and yeah, i feel like your mental joe was the kind of guy to use that to his advantage mm-hmm. and so he could really use giving these men drugs as a tool to get them to stick around and be on his side and and did know, he ever admit to marry him with them i don't think joe does no not Which is another interesting part of it. Like, why are they doing meth this whole time and he's not? I'm sure he was. They don't really go into the drug usage that much at all. I yeah. feel like they, they don't touch on it, it, but I feel like if that's a factor, like, that's why I said I feel like it played such a bigger role than they ma- played mm-hmm. it out to be in the mm-hmm. documentary because, like, yeah. how the fuck else do you get just, like, a young, naive kid to get where he got in this story? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really sad. It's it really is. fucked up. It's really fucked up. Um, leading into him post-drugs, um, Travis post-drugs. So Josh, I think, was the one being interviewed when this information came out. But he said, like, he, tra- 
Travis, like, messing around with the gun wasn't the first time that he'd done this because, like, that's all he's really got to do. He's not a keeper there. He's just running around on the four-wheeler, things that Joe bought him Mm -hmm. while they were together, including guns. And, like, he used to wake people up at gunpoint um, and just, like, (laughs) casually, like, point it at people. And, like, I grew up with guns, so I'm aware of gun safety. That I was a child living in the middle of nowhere um, and in a small town in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) So it just kept getting smaller, you know, where I lived. And it was just something that I grew up around. But I didn't touch anything until I was old enough to understand it, you know? Like, I didn't even know they existed until I was old enough to understand it. And then as an adult, like, again, gun safety is so real and so important. And none of these people are obviously worried about that. It's not necessarily something I want to talk about on the podcast because that's a whole other... It's a whole other thing, especially outside of our, like, main topic of, like, the welfare and then the characters yeah. of this whole documentary. Um, but... Did Travis... It's so scary. <laughs> shoot himself with a with a gun that Joe got him, right? Yes. Oof. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Anyway, so Travis kills himself in the yes. documentary. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's visual, too. So, like, if you haven't seen it and you are listening to this, I can't imagine that you would be. But if you are... Just be prepared for that, I guess, because it happens very quickly. Yeah. It really does. I think after that, I think after we watched that episode, I was like, all right, I need a break. I can't watch this shit anymore. This is too much. Yeah, we took a break before we finished the series, for sure. Uh, And then Joe comes in here with a eulogy about Travis's balls in his face. I, I think that might have been my favorite moment in the whole documentary. It was horrible. I, it was I, so cringy. I lost it at the meat pizza, but I, <laughs> I think I had tears in my eyes laughing from this part. Yeah. Oh, man. It yeah. was. And then he was. Oh, it wasn't just the balls in the face. He was singing a song in his priest collar. Or no, yeah. he was talking in his priest collar. But then he was singing a song, too. It was. Oh, I. Mm-mm. No. What what to heck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's also kind of when you really like feel for his mom. I think yeah, that's when yeah, we meet his mom, mom, like around when he died. Yeah, Travis's and, mom shows for the funeral. You know, and she's just like like imagine being her. Mm-hmm. Like you're freaking was he nineteen when he died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your nineteen year old son is dead because of this whack job joe exotic yeah and he is quote honoring your son by talking about his balls in his face yeah yeah her poor her face when they like because they recorded her reaction a little bit after that and she just was like i just don't even know what the heck's going on yeah that was horrible (sighs) yeah they really played the shit out of her too um in the next part when i don't know how far we are to talking about him meeting dylan yeah no that's next yeah so then joe later joe meets dylan um which is his next Husband. husband and he's also just like a young you know cute little guy yeah and um Joe marries Dylan, and they invite Travis's mom to their little ceremony, and she thinks it's going to be, like, a whole-ass wedding, but it's literally just Joe, Dylan, Travis's mom, and, like, one other person. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, they just, like, really had her fucked up, I think. Yeah, and, like, not only is she, like, invited to these things, but Joe is using the last name Maldonado, which, like... That's Travis's Travis's. last name. Yeah. And, like, Joe, that's so fucked up. Like, just because... He died. 
doesn't mean that you get to use his last name, especially when your it eulogy was, was about his balls yeah. in your face. The whole thing was just weird. Like, it's again, so weird. he's just using it to evoke, like, feelings from other people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird as shit. Yeah. Uh, and then we end episode five talking to Co- Eric Coey, um, which is the keeper that I think is precious. Um, and he's just like pissed about not being able to take care of the animals the way that he wants to. So, and about how the animals are taken care of. And that's it for episode five. Yeah. I started to, I kind of, in the first episode, I, I talked a little bit about like staffing and things and about how in like a major zoo, you're going to see people who have studied this and have worked through multiple internships. And I, I feel a little bad because I don't think that some of these keepers are bad at what they do and are bad people. But imagine how great they could be with professional development and working at a place where yeah. they can take care of the animals the way that they deserve to be mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think, again, I don't think that all of these people are bad. I think the main players are bad. But my heart goes out to quite a few of those keeper staff people because I know they're doing the best with what they have. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they can eventually get to a place where they're working in a facility that makes them proud and not one that they feel like they constantly have to fight against. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you think they even have any interest in doing that? I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Eric would. Saf would. Yeah, but, like, think about Eric, though. You know, he's just, like, an old redneck dude. Like, he's not, he's not, he would never change the way that he presents himself to people. And I feel like they wouldn't put a guy like him in, like, a guest-facing zoo. That's entirely fair. But in his facilities in his area, he could be better at what he does. Maybe he needs, like, something in between, like, GW and, like, a nice big zoo. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a little break. Please enjoy the musical stylings of Joe Exotic. Or skip ahead, like, 15 seconds. She was a rich woman, she had rich taste, she felt the blood running through her veins. She liked the life she had, she loved her big cats and the beauty of being untamed. And we're back at episode six. Um, episode six, I have, my first little paragraph says... Jeff was in jail and Joe forged his signature on stuff. And then the feds, um, possibly looking at Jeff. Um, and he had already, like, obviously been in trouble because he was in jail. And so he turns the fuck up in Joe's office on him and is like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and apparently, so apparently Joe had used that money to campaign his presidential run and his, like, run for something else, I Governor, thought. Governor, yeah. um, by the park, which is illegal. Um, and then Joe burned all of the embezzlement evidence. Dude. Ooh! What? evidence. Interesting. <laughs> Sounds Do, familiar. Like, it's just so, like, how... I'm just picturing Joe being like, alright, I need money to put my face on a bunch of condoms... Mm-hmm. So that I can use them for um, campaign, whatever. All right. Well, I don't have any money in my in my <laughs> debit account, 
So, <laughs> what else can I do? My parents are out of money. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Apparently, he's like used his parents for like, all their money I just, that they were. It's worth. just so funny to think about him being like, "Oh yeah, I'll just take all my admission from this week and use it for my campaign." Yeah. I don't know. Lord. What the hell? Um, and then so after all of this, after this kind of like falling out between them, Joe is like drugging load, drugging tigers and loading them into a big truck. Um, and my reaction was like, for what? Like, oh, okay, what is yeah, he taking is all these tigers to, to go and yeah. do, you yeah. know? Um, and then he wasn't allowed on the property after all of that. So, I mean, to this day, I don't think it shows us what he does with those tigers that he takes from the yeah, zoo. Yeah, I was curious, too. It's like, where are you going with that? Yeah, because he I'm almost sure goes to jail almost immediately them. after that. I'm sure he just That's fucking true. sold them. He was like, who? These who bought a big-ass fucking tiger, man? The rest well, of the... For uh, your government stimulus check and a <laughs> of unemployment, you too can have a tiger. But don't. <laughs> but don't. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so, yeah, basically Jeff came in and was like, yo, what's up with this oh. money? Where did it go? What are you doing? You're insane. Mm-hmm. Like, did he threaten to, like, fuck him up in that moment? Or was... Jeff? Yeah, I think so. Or was Joe just like, oh shit, I'm caught, like, I gotta go. I think kind of both. Yeah. I think a combo. Yeah. I think Jeff did scare the shit out of him, but I think he kind of, like, uh, leaned towards a threat, but I think also he couldn't yeah. actually legally threaten him, so I don't know if we actually saw that or not. Yeah, well, it's also like... would have gotten in trouble for that. Yeah, Jeff, somehow Jeff would have gotten in trouble, too, I'm sure, in the whole yeah. mess of it. So he was probably just like, hey, dude, mm-hmm. I know what you did, basically, yeah. And Joe was just, like, a little, like, just bitched the fuck out and was like, okay, well, bye then. Yeah. <laughs> In really. that case, bye. Also, when we're speaking of the scene where they're, like, loading up all the tigers and drugging them, put them in the truck, so that one guy watch. shows up with, with, like, a fucking snow leopard in the back of his car. Oh, yeah. Why do you have a snow leopard? How? How do you have a snow leopard? <laughs> Hate that. Hated that a lot. It's so, this, if a tiger is two thousand dollars, how much do you think a snow leopard is? Dude, I don't uh, even know. Oh, I hate it. Please hate don't it. keep tigers in your backyard. If you yeah. take one thing away from this documentary, um, it's, it's that. It's that. Bye. Please it's don't that. keep tigers in your backyard. Thank yeah. you. Don't do drugs. Don't keep tigers in your backyard. Support reputable zoological facilities. Yeah, those are the three things we want you to leave here with. Thank you. Goodbye. Just kidding. Um, the next thing I have is just kind of a snippet because we see one of his music videos again, which is just common. <laughs> um, I guess it's called My Biggest Thrill, where he is like being the showman that he is, but apparently a country duo sings for him, and then he just gets the videos out of it, and that's what like his like thrill of doing that. You know, like that's why he does it is so he can make music videos. Big Joe Exotic energy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a question that we all kind of asked each other, like the interview asked. So who do you guys think is the winner in all of this? It's definitely not the animals. We know that. <sighs> yeah. No, who? No one. I really don't think anybody is the winner. It, it goes back to what Saf said. Like, mm-hmm. an animal, not a single animal benefited from it. And then also, Joe ended up in jail. Yeah. Uh I feel like Doc just kind of is quietly off in the shadows again. Mm-hmm. And Carol thought that she was going to come out on top with this documentary. And then they just d- dug her grave, too. Yeah, yeah. they dragged so, her ass big time. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. 
Um, I agree. Because yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's a winner in any of this. Um, yeah. Not even us, like, as the viewer. Like, it's not like, <laughs> yeah. hi, we get, like, great entertainment from this. Like, the, or I guess us specifically. Like, other people are definitely, like, this is hilarious kind of content, mm-hmm. you know? Like, even, even when it gets dark and things like that, like, human beings are obviously, like, this is sad, this sucks. But for us specifically and others like us, um, or depending on, like, what people have gone through in their life. Like, there are different aspects of this uh, docu-series that will affect people differently, you know? And, like... Yeah. But even us as the audience, we're not the winners. Yeah. And the like, thing is, too, the I definitely got a degree of enjoyment out of the characters, and I've said this Same. multiple times. To an extent, yeah. It, it was just so... I love crazy, outlandish, bizarre shit, and this just tickled my pickle on that. Mm-hmm. And if it was a narrative story, I would have thought it was amazing. But the fact that these are real people and there were real animal lives at stake make me like it less. But mm-hmm. I was still... It was an entertaining ride. Yes, that's for yeah, sure. It definitely had I don't know, I have journey. seen a lot of a comments and, and notions and things and by people who obviously have no personal stake in animal welfare that mm-hmm. are just like, you know, free my man Joe Exotic. No. No. What he did yeah. was wrong. Hold on. Taking, yeah. <laughs> trying to kill somebody is wrong. Mm-hmm. Doing what he did to his cats is wrong. It, just because he's kooky he and wrong. quirky and funny doesn't mean that he wasn't a bad person. Yeah, so yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you <laughs> have ever thought to yourself or said free Joe Exotic, please explain to us why. Please. Yeah, yeah let us know. Um, speaking of him threatening to kill people, uh, he had a going to Tampa gun. And then oh, yeah. Google Earth images of where Wait, he could shoot Carol from. Y'all don't have a going to Tampa gun? <laughs> That's just me? Only you. Only oh, you. Oh, I mean, every time I'm in Tampa, I'm just, where's my, I'm just kidding. Where's my, Flo- where's a little Florida humor for you out there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know what this means, so you guys might. Applebee's meeting, offering money for oh, crew yeah, okay. <laughs> Who did he have to eat at Applebee's, Alan? Was it James and Alan? Why don't I remember? I don't remember. Was it Joe and Alan? Applebee's meeting. I do Either. remember Applebee's being a thing, but I don't remember who met there. <laughs> Sir, this is an Applebee's. Is this, <laughs> have we even gotten to, like, Alan being the... Literally, literally next. Oh, okay, word, 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 word. You're on top of this shit right now. Maybe another thing. I thought that this was going to be so dramatic. Like, I literally pictured, (laughs) because I knew that this had happened going into this story. Like, this was Mm -hmm. such a big hot topic in the zoological community when it was going Mm -hmm. on. And I never really read too much into it. So I pictured, I had this picture in my mind of, like, Joe Exotic logging into the dark (laughs) web and, like, (laughs) looking for, like, Hitmen? Oh, hitmen to go kill this lady, and then that's like, not what happened. That's not what he he walked over to his trailer and knocked on his door, and he said, "Hey, you want to take my going to Tampa gun? I, I got, got a job, a job for, you. for you." But anyway, it's just not how I pictured any of this going down. I agree. I agree. I thought it was going to be. This sounds horrible. More eventful than it was, but it was definitely eventful. I mean, they took Google Earth images and was like, "We could get it from here." On her what bike, the fuck? On her bike path. Yeah, they put snakes in her mailbox, for God's sakes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, and then my last note for episode six was Alan Glover to do the hit. So, Alan, don't do that. <laughs> of course uh, it was Alan. Of course it was Alan. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, yeah, I mean, Alan's a felon. See if he'll do it. <laughs> he's got a tear. Oh, it was because he has a teardrop tattoo. Yeah. They're like, he's got a teardrop tattoo. He's yeah. seasoned. Yeah. Also, what was he was near, <laughs> his interview was in a bathtub. Oh my god, so yeah. funny, so fucking funny. Uh, that was amazing. 
that's it for episode six. Episode seven. Um, my first notes say counts of sales, shooting animals, and murder for hire, and he's guilty. Oh, so those are all of his things, all of his, his charges. charges yeah. yeah. So counts of sales, shooting the animals, and murder for hire. So and he's currently in I jail, don't serving twenty two years. Entire like order of the story. So how did he eventually actually get go to jail? Like who I got his remember. ass? I don't remember. I think after the hit with Carol, they like put him on trial. What, didn't they work for with it. the guy that was supposed to do the hit? Wasn't he involved? Alan, in that? and then like I think James too. I feel like James was like I had FBI informants yeah. and they asked me these questions. James got with Jeff, and then Jeff was like, "Alan, just admit to all the shit, and then they'll let you go." Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah. Put Joe away. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like be as for immunity. Another or some interesting shit. thing too is like they were playing like a phone call or something with Joe when all of this was going on, and he was talking pretty optimistically about getting off. Yeah. And it was like, br- bruh. Yeah. yeah. Bruh. <laughs> the delusion continues. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and then apparently Joe, um, met up with PETA? Did he oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He tried to, like, switch gears and, like, team up with them. About trafficking get... and abuse was his, like, yeah. platform. Yeah. To, like, like Bitch, last-ditch it, it, effort to, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Yikes. They like, I, I swear I probably wrote this in, but I'm gonna say it now in case I didn't. But they dressed up in like costumes, and like stood outside of was it Carol's? Oh, oh that was way Joe. before. That was like back then. Yeah, then I guess I didn't write that notes was about just it. Them trying to terrorize their facility. Carol. God, it was horrible. Um, next hot topic of it all um, is the gas chambers at docks. That was a mm. theory, not a confirmed information. Yeah. You guys think it's real? I don't think that cub petting is good, and I always have not thought cub petting was good ever since I kind of, you know, got into all of this and started reading into it. Mm-hmm. And where do those tigers go? Where do they go? When you can't pet them anymore, where do they go? Because they can't all stay there. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hope it isn't real, but I don't know. Where do you even get that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know horrible um next fun thing <laughs> i say that sarcastically but i mean it uh john got his tattoo covered up <laughs> that oh, said like yeah. property of oh, joe yeah and then he was like in the in the tell-all thing he was like everybody was hating but that was only my first session like yeah. the tattoo wasn't done <laughs> yeah they were like hating on his tattoo artist and he's like leave him alone <laughs> like, i mean i do geez. remember being like oh wow yeah, same. No, like, that was my first fuck? initial reaction. But, yeah, that makes sense. But we also, I think, said that. We were like, maybe it's not done. Yeah. Like, that's painful as fuck, especially right there. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> last fun note. Dachshunds were in the lion enclosure, the tiger enclosure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're so fat! Stop <laughs> feeding your dachshunds so much. I need to have a PSA for a minute that has nothing to do with this documentary. I'm Take it so... Away, Ernie. <laughs> I'm so tired. I see it on TikTok. I see it on Instagram. I see it all over the interwebs. Stop overfeeding your tiny dogs. Dachshunds. Any of your dogs. Any of your dogs. Dachshunds are not meant to be whole ass hot dogs that you can pick up off the ground and they don't budge. Obese animals might look cute. But they have health issues. They don't even look cute. Well, how else are they supposed to plump them up for the tigers? Oh my god, it's horrible. It's so bad. <laughs> dun, <Listen>. dun. <laughs> 
I saw a fucking TikTok the other day that was just this, like, this person was, like, showing their dogs and this fat-ass dachshund was, like, on its back, like, doing whatever, doing dog shit. And I lost my shit internally. I was like, what the fuck? It takes so much of me not to comment and be like, stop overfeeding yeah, really. your animal. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Back to your regularly scheduled Joe Exotic. So, my next notes are about Josh. Um, Bless him. Yeah, Josh is the only sanish person, is what I said. And he said, we've lost sight of what matters here. The money they spent on investigating Joe and all of these places with the breeding and whatnot. Um, and then Joe has recordings of him saying the breeding has to stop... Uh, I don't know what I meant by this. Um, and then there's, like, clips of when the money came in, the animal care went down. Um, mm. So, like, I guess this is just kind of around the same interview. Like, Josh is saying, like, we lost sight of what matter here matters here. And then they're showing, like, evidence of, like, Joe being a shitty person about mm-hmm. his animals. Um, and then they do... Uh, they don't talk about... This is something I want to talk about, is they don't talk about how, um, we've mentioned it before, how zoo is in their title, but they're not a zoo. Uh, they're not an accredited facility, there is a difference, um, in the definition, and so, like, I just wanted to briefly mention, because at this point we've already talked about all of this stuff with you guys, um, but how accredited facilities and facilities that can do it give their money to conservation, um, education, and rejuvenation purposes you know um and this just isn't the case here that's mm-hmm. not what joe was worried about he was worried about money for himself and he still didn't have any yeah that is interesting mind. huh <laughs> like at the end of it like i'm sure he yeah. doesn't have anything to show for any of this yeah are we getting into like that weird weird recap thing that they do at the end uh almost, almost yeah okay i, think so. I just have a lot i mean of th- talk about on that but i don't want to jump ahead no do it no go for it um with like all of that kind of spirals into that whole part of the end is, you know, we've lost sight of protecting these animals and their natural habitats and what about the animals? And they kind of do this, like, kind of Sarah McLaughlin-y thing at the end where they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, this should be about the animals and we've lost sight of what it's really about. But you know who has it? Major zoos. (laughs) (laughs) Who has it lost sight? Is it going back and forth with people about stupid signs and names and putting hits out on people mm-hmm. and are, is actually putting their money where their mouth is major accredited zoos yeah they're giving their money to things that matter and providing excellent care for their animals on top of it yes yeah. and i was kind of i don't know i mean this this uh, documentary didn't really go into at all the fact that this isn't really a zoo um yeah which whatever but that would have been a great spot for them to be at the end of this, to be like, oh, these major zoos have these awesome programs that help out tigers mm-hmm. in the wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that. They were just oh, kind of yeah. like... Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, talking like during about all this that. text yeah. stuff that I we were seeing, like, the pop-ups, and we were like, they could have put something there. Like, yeah. Just like yeah. A, they had a really good platform there at the end to kind of spin it and be like, you know, all hope is not lost. There are these conservation-based facilities that you can visit mm-hmm. if you want to help. And they didn't do that. They were just kind of like, well, yeah. we can't do this. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then it also, too, in, in the confessional, like, 
the last interview they do with like the documentarian with um, Rick with Rick. Mm-hmm. He he goes kind of on this thing about these these animals shouldn't be in captivity, and it's like, well, they shouldn't be in these facilities. Yeah, but yeah. they could be effectively managed in a proper facility and yeah. teach visitors about the plight of their animals in the wild, and also yeah. they can't be released into the wild. And Saf makes a point to say that. Yeah, which it's uh, a shame so that these animals can't Amazing. be adopted into major accredited facilities. Yeah, yeah. But, we talked about that too about like the reasons why because I was I, that yeah. was a topic I brought up. I was like, why couldn't they go to these places? But you had a good point. Like yeah. their breeding is undocumented. Yeah, even if it is, it's not uh, like. It's not SSP viable. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not SSP wouldn't be viable, able to so they be wouldn't be part able to of bring the species survival program. Yeah. yeah, and they wouldn't be able to effectively be a good match for anything genetically to yeah. reproduce. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, that is a shame, isn't it? Sorry for cutting yeah, you off, no, but no. like just to think yeah. about how many backyard tigers there are. Yeah, that and like help, they don't they serve any yeah. like biological purpose to their wild counterparts yeah, yeah. and also they like really could if this had been managed properly yeah. and we should specify so ssp is species survival plan uh and it's for re-releases it's for research it's for education um and just viability of the wildlife of the species in general and while it's an it's an incredible program, I do also want to specify that that's not the entire purpose behind like animal care. Like they're yeah. not sending animals out to breed with each other. Like they do that on their own because they're animals, yeah. and they're just like chilling in their habitats, and so they can't put something that isn't SSP viable into that habitat, and then just let babies happen. <laughs> So yeah. that's the reason that we're saying all of this too, because I know that well, that can also, confuse like, people. Like even if they were to use like birth control and methods like that, you're taking mm-hmm. space yeah. away from SSP viable animals. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, that's yeah, maybe yeah. if we have any listeners that are also in the zoological f- field and have more insight as to why we can't do this. I would love yeah. to have that conversation. I'm just I'm curious because it makes yeah. sense um, as to why they can't bring them in. But mm-hmm. the management of it, I'm just curious right. about it. So if no. anybody out there knows yeah. more than I do, I'm just curious. But <laughs> but yeah, they had this spot at the end of this documentary where they could make a point to distinguish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember having that conversation didn't. when we were done watching it, too, being like, hmm, seems like a really good place to, to yeah. bring this up. Mm-hmm. To be like, hi, we know you've watched this entire thing. Here's what's actually Let's up. talk about the flip side of all of this just yeah. really quick. Yeah, and there are a lot of good documentaries out there about good zoos mm-hmm. and what they do, and they're really awesome looks inside of um, these facilities. Yeah. But the like, Bronx they're not going to get the interta- the the amount of viewers that Tiger yeah. King's going to get because it's not. I ridiculous. think about that yeah. a lot. I think about like all these people who like think that zoos are shit, like. What do they think when they watch a show like The Zoo or The, the Aquarium or whatever? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, those amazing are shows. readily available to you yeah. to watch and see, but you either don't want to watch it for because of your ego or you genuinely don't want to learn. Yeah. Or especially now, like, while we're all in this quarantine, zoos have been doing live feeds. That yeah. is so important. Not only for, like, them, their animals, pe- keeping people okay mentally, um, and education, like, a lot of, like, families are using that to educate their kids, mm-hmm. um, and, like, virtual field trips, but, like, just in general, like, hop on a live one day, even if you don't stay for the whole thing, like, just, like, 
learning a little will definitely help you. Also, while we're on this subject, just because of the times that we're in right now, and I feel like this is, like, a platform that we do have, like, Mm -hmm. if you have the means to make a donation to your local accredited or outstanding zoological facility, please do, because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of them that are struggling right now because they're not getting the revenue. Yeah. And I'm worried about them, and I want them all to stay open and continue to provide excellent care. Their zookeepers are still going in every single day and taking care of these animals. Yeah. Some places have even had to have their staff take a pay cut, but when you're in this field, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get up, and you're going to go to work. So if you have the means to donate to your local facility, please do so, because... They need, they need it. They need it. They need our help. Um, so the last few things, just in relevance to um, the documentary, like, meat, um, is that at the end of this, like we said, all of the text kind of pops up. It talks about Joe getting sentenced. The Big Cat Safety Act did not get passed. Um, then they also say the doc got raided. And that there has been no response. Oh, yeah, they didn't since touch then. on that at all after they just dropped that little fact bomb and they were like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this happened. Okay, yeah. it's over. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know what's up with that. If we get an update, check the Instagram. We'll talk about it on there probably. Um, but yeah, interesting, mean, interesting tidbit there. Yeah, that was bound to happen eventually, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Especially like, especially now, you know? Yeah. And then just kind of some pro tips before we leave you guys with any other information. Um, this is just something kind of we, like, all, like, threw around after. Um, not only what we just talked about, but, like, if you go into a zoo, lo- a reputable zoological facility. I can't say that as well as you can right now. <laughs> you can't um, if you go into those places, don't come in and say, like, does this animal have enough space? Is this animal okay? Like, those are the those are the things that automatically kind of, like, that it takes a hit on us as as educators in general um, of our animals as caretakers of anything really. Um, so instead, like ask like, what do they eat? What is their natural habitat like? Um, asking about where this animal lives in the wildlife in wildlife and how we can help here in general. So like those are just really important questions that you'll get the same answer, but you're not attacking the people that are just yeah. there to help you. You know. Um, and, and if also, you already do that, spread the word. Tell your friends yeah, to do yeah. the same. And the thing is, too, at the end of the day, please don't walk into any place, whether it be a zoological facility or a doctor's office, and assume that you yeah. know more than the staff that works there. Yeah. Because that's Retweet. not how it works, boo oh, like, That's okay. not it. That's not yes. how it works. Not, and yeah. I, I encourage people to go to your awesome local reputable zoological facilities after this quarantine hell is over and to ask questions and to learn and support those facilities and you know not be a dick to their staff if you if you are new to this world and you maybe you watch tiger king and you were like oh my god zoos are horrible but you want to learn more Mm -hmm. i encourage you to go and i encourage you to ask questions but ask questions because you want to learn things not to accuse yes or attack or attack yeah and, and you know what? Feel free to message drunk, the Drunkumentaries page. If you have questions right now, like, that we can answer, we will answer. If we cannot, we will tell you we cannot. Yeah. So we're all open to that. We all have different resources. And if you want to find your local facilities to support in this time of need or to visit after this is all over or to check out what they're doing behind the scenes on Facebook, whatever, uh, go to aza.org and pull up nice. that list. And that'll show you all of your Association of Zoos and Aquariums accredited facilities and their partners and... If you've got one that's on that list that you know about that 
or that's not on that list that you know about uh, that might not be accredited, maybe still v- take a visit and see yeah. see for yourself what they're about. Because accreditation isn't necessarily everything, but it is the the top standard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but not don't keep a tiger in your backyard and go don't go see a tiger in somebody's backyard. Yes, and that's retweet. all I have to say about that. <laughs> Sydney, any last <laughs> words? Um, <laughs> not really. Me neither. Just what y'all said. Yeah. Rip Joe Exotic. (laughs) Yeah, really. You think there's, like, mobs of people, like, outside the jail that he's in? Not social distancing. (laughs) Just being, like... Free Joe Exotic. Yeah, or some I bet there's a sign out there, but there's probably not people out there. Like, somebody probably put a fucking sign in front of the jail, but that was it. I wonder if um, this documentary would be as big as it is if not for the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we have talked about that. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting it. I was kind of like, I was like, oh, like an animal, like weird ass animal animal thing. Like, I don't think this is going to get that much attention and everybody's seen it. What memes? Like a lot of the people said in the after show tell all thing. None of them think that they're done with this case. Mm-hmm. Like they think that they're still gonna have they're gonna have to go to court again. They're gonna yeah. have to still speak for everything that's going on. So I don't think it's the end of this story. Which yeah. is like I don't know how I feel about that. That's rough. For all <laughs> you of them, know, it's like sure. oh man, could it just be over? But also, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's that's all I've got to say too. Um, if you guys ever have questions, concerns, non-snotty remarks, um, feel free to message the at Drunkumentaries Instagram page. Um, you can reach out to any of us there. Do you guys want to plug your personals? Sure. My Instagram is at Sid M and Sid has four D's. My cat also has a page. Obviously, if you wonder why, you'll understand once you see her face. She's at Lil Cat Gwen. Nice. Miranda? Uh, at the Miranda Jane with a Y. Jane with a Y. You can find me at C Jerica on Instagram, at C Jerica95 on Twitter. Um, thank you all so much for listening. This has been Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.